She is straight talk. She is a no-nonsense type of lady. You are about to view the television show for real and no nonsense. It's straight talk for real life situations. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for television talk show host, Ramey Rodriguez. Hello, everyone. I am so glad to have you here with me today for another broadcast of For Real and No Nonsense, brought to you by BFTM Network on Enjoy Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining me again. It is a blessing to be here before you to present this message on empathy, because empathy is something that I think the world is, is, is not really using the individuals or far removed from because of everything that is going on in the world. And I think that if there was more empathy in the world, we would have less problems. That's just my perspective. And um, I would like to use that perspective to speak on the word empathy. Um, Before we do that, let's go ahead and pray. Father God, we thank you once again for an opportunity to express who you are as our sovereign king. And Lord, let something be said here today that will be a blessing to the body of Christ and to unbelievers to bring them to Christ. In Jesus' name is your servant's prayer. Amen. And I cover this prayer by the blood of Jesus and I rebuke our retaliatory spirits. And it is so. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, uh, before we get started, I'm going to go ahead and play uh, author Evangelist Corey Thomas' video. And we shall be right back. Author Evangelist Corey Thomas, a dedicated servant leader whose weapons are spiritual in nature and volatile in impact. Hot off the press, author Evangelist Corey Thomas's new book, Sound Advice, Music and the Battle for Your Mind, Body, and Soul. Matthew 5, 13, ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost his flavor, well, well, shall it be salted. It's author Evangelist Corey Thomas's new book, Sound Advice, Music and the Battle for Your Mind, Body, and Soul. Purchase your copy to help maintain that flavor in your spiritual walk. This book is epic. It's sold on every major online bookstore or go to CoreyThomasMinistries.com. I got my copy. Be sure to get yours. It's author evangelist Corey Thomas's new book, Sound Advice, Music and the Battle for Your Mind, Body and Soul. Get your copy today. Okay, and I am back. Thank you for your patience. Uh, Once again, I would like to let you all know that this broadcast is brought to you by BFTM Network Endure Entertainment. And let's go forth in in today's topic. We're going to talk about empathy, as I stated earlier. And so in talking about empathy, we need to understand that um, an empathetic character brings about a godly character. You cannot have one without do not exhibit one without the other. They must be combined in the human experience uh, because God has to be glorified. He has to be praised. And the way we can give him praise is by showing love, love for him and love one to another because the love that we show to each other is a part of our ability to show out that we, we are neighbors, we are friends, we care about each other. 
Okay, so if we care about each other, we care what happens to each other. And so when we care what happens to each other, we don't treat each other any kind of way. But what is going on in the world right now, there's less of that and more of uh, I got mine and you need to get yours. Or if you don't have yours, it's not my problem. Or you should have done more to make sure that you have your situation together. Well, there are those who have done everything that they can in life. Let's look at the storms that have happened recently. There are those who had lovely homes, $500,000 homes, a million dollar homes, uh, even the fires in California. There are those who had lovely homes and everything, but for a period of time, they had to go stay somewhere else, whether the place was luxurious or whether the place was not luxurious. They were put out of their comfort zone for in their, with their home because of a fire. The same thing with those who um, dealt with the, uh, the floods, the water, or it may be or something else is going on in the world, whatever's happening that has caused devastation, whether it's uh, made by man-made or whether it's made uh, by things that have happened because of nature. When someone is in a state of where they are vulnerable and helpless, as human beings, we must show compassion, okay? Uh, if someone is fearful and they are, they are experiencing something and, and they are trying to get to a place to where they can find safety as human beings. It behooves us to be compassionate because we don't know what life circumstances can present. We ask God to, to bless us and keep us in our going out and our coming in. But with that said, uh, one way that we are blessed is if other people are willing to step in if they see an area of need and show compassion. And that's where empathy comes in. Let's give a biblical definition of empathy. Empathy is taking on another's burdens and validating the whole humanity of that one out of God's love for that person. As followers of Christ, part of the authentic witness of the church is to extend empathy, not judgment of punitive measures. Okay, so that's the that's definition of empathy. And if you want to look at that, it's the ability to sense other people's emotions co uh, coupled with the ability to imagine that someone else might be thinking or uh, feeling something where they need help, uh, that they realize they're in a state where they need help. Okay. And as human beings, we, we can tell that people sometimes need help, but we ignore it. Let's be honest with ourselves. Because we don't want to be involved. We don't want to put uh, put ourselves out financially. We don't want to, uh, to to give time to someone else's situation. We want to go on and do what we want to do to progress because we are sometimes thinking in our minds that this person may be a burden on me. If I start helping them in one way, they may ask me for help in another way. But that's not always the case. Yeah, there are people who, who panhandled on the street or whatever, and that is what their job is. Some of them are not sincere. Some of them have not been put out. Uh, that is what they'd rather do because they feel like they can earn extra money, more money, panhandling. Uh, but there are those who are legitimately put out and have legitimate concerns, and they are, they are trying to better themselves. Now there uh, are some cities who are helping these people out 
and um and especially the veterans what they're doing is that they're, they're getting the um the uh i guess you would call them the boxes the metal boxes that use are used to uh carry freight with uh the railroad system and they're converting them into homes and they're making them making tiny home communities in some areas and they're giving these people homes and i watched um a little brief documentary on that um a few years ago and and each one of these individuals had a story and the story was not like a person would think that they would have because they were once a homeless person. They were legitimate stories of how things in life spiraled out of control and they ended up homeless. And they were so thankful and grateful to have this little mini house um, and, um, and they uh, allowed the cameras to go into their homes. And these little mini homes were very clean. And um, they said that they wanted to make sure they were good stewards over what they had because they had not had anything in, uh, in, a, in so many, so, so long. And this gave them hope. So what some people need is hope. Some people have lost hope. They have given up uh, because circumstances have happened to them beyond their control. Um, one man, he uh, said, and this is a different story. He said that he had a dog uh, grooming, uh, excuse me, a dog walking business, and uh, he brought one of his friends on to help him, but his friend stole his accounts, and um, he was making a good amount of money, like $80,000 a year, and uh, when that happened, he uh, he tried to get on his feet, but he, his, uh, but he had been talked about so bad, he could not get any more uh, accounts for, the, for um, dog sitting and taking care of dogs. So as he used the money that he had in the bank, basically, to try to look for other jobs and find some other ways to keep himself afloat, then he ran out of money. He lost his place to live. He lost his uh, his transportation. Everything, it just spiraled out of control. And he said he just wanted to be out the streets so bad. Um, and at this point, he was sleeping in a tree. He had made himself a tree house because he had been so abused when he was on the street. He said everything that you could think of uh, you can imagine that can happen to an individual that happened to him on the street. And he just said he would do anything to get off of the streets. And they were uh, showing how someone in law enforcement was telling him that he needed to, to get out of the tree, that he could not live in the tree. And he said, if somebody could just help me, um, I will. I, I will be so grateful. Well, I pray to God that someone did help that uh, young man because he was in a very desperate situation and he needed help and stuff and and we ask god to keep each of us so that we don't have a situation where we uh really need a, a devastated to the point to where we need help like that but the people in these storms and everything like that they've had to go to food banks and like the people that uh were in fires a lot of them their homes burned down um in california fornia a lot of them uh had to go and get not only food but they had to get clothes. And I think probably the people that with the flood they had to get clothes too. There were people that had to bring them clothes and, and food and everything. And that is a very humbling experience for, for someone who has worked all their lives to acquire things and have achieved so much. And some of the people in Florida said that because the cost of living is so much in Florida that they did not have um, homeowner's insurance. 
So they could not rebuild and they were going to have to leave that whole state. They, they, they couldn't afford to live there anymore. So, so there are different things that have happened to people in life um, where, where, where they just can't perplex the mind. And if we don't know Christ, it can break the human spirit. Because if we know Christ, we can go to a deeper state in him to where we can, we can cast all our cares on him. So that's why we as believers have to intercede for other people. And sometimes our intercession comes through giving, through being a giver. You don't necessarily have to uh, keep on giving to this person, but you can point them into the right point them to the right direction to where they can receive resources. And where these the where the, the areas that they receive resources from can can help them to get on their feet. And, and God is asking us just to be kind and loving. And if we can do, to do. And let's not make anybody feel bad uh, about their situation. Because we wouldn't want anyone to make us feel bad about our situation. And that's where empathy comes in. If you can put yourself in the place of that individual, then that should help you to be more compassionate. Let's look at a scripture about empathy. Ephesians 4 and verse 32 says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God, just as in Christ God forgave you. 1 Peter 3 and 8 says, one of the most well-known uh, verses about compassion, be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. And as human beings, we can, we, can, uh, we can practice compassion. Every morning that we wake up is another opportunity to, to practice compassion uh, in one way or another. After all, God was compassionate enough to wake us up. He had grace. Excuse me. He exhibited grace towards us. He exhibited favor towards us. He exhibited mercy towards us. And he woke us up to see another day. So we should be able to do something during that day to be a blessing to someone else. And remember, when you do good, good is going to come back to you. So don't worry about it. Don't get upset about it. I think I should not have put myself out if the person in the long run is not appreciated. God is going to bless you. Whenever you are obeying God's laws, you can expect for God to stand up on your behalf. That's why the Bible tells us don't get weary in well-doing. So the devil can try to exacerbate our kindness to where we hate to be kind because he is, is full of sin and evil. He has dispatched evildoers and workers of iniquity. And some of them 
mask themselves as individuals who need help and they don't need help. They're con artists, but God sees them too. And their season is not going to last forever. It will come to an end one day. But let's be more mindful of praying so that God will reveal things to us where we'll know when to pull back because he will do that. He'll let us know when you've done enough, when you've said enough, when you've helped enough. He will do that and, and guard your heart because out of your heart is the issue of life. Ask God to protect you when you're going out and coming in. Use godly wisdom. Put up boundaries and parameters to how you give and what you do. God never, Jesus never said in his word that you shouldn't do that. Jesus had boundaries. When he was creating the, the, the world, he defined the borders for how far the water could go in, in into the land. He decided how long the daylight would be and how long the night would be. He has boundaries. All the universe verse is built with boundaries. So he's never said that we should not be wise in what we do and how we do it. But he did say that we should do it. If we are truly Christians and we truly love the Lord with all our heart, all our soul, and all our being, and I've said this before, we should find a way to bring about how we will tell people about Christ and draw people to Christ. And one of the best ways to do it is to let your life be an example of compassion and love. This is another way of going forth and the greater works and the, and the commission that Jesus left for all of mankind. Empathy plays its part in that. And I hope that, that you all are getting something out of this message because I'm bringing it from my heart because of, I've seen so many things going on in the world and, and just so many things like on the news and how people just lack compassion. And, and I'm just saddened by it because um, it does not have to be. We have something to offer, even if it's just a word of encouragement. I've said this over and over again. A word of encouragement could be such a blessing to somebody when they, when they have lost hope. It can help them get up and try again. It can make a difference. I was uh, listening to the singer Tim one time. Um, he was talking about how when he was down and out, he was living in his car and said his wife was in the car with him. She decided to live in the car with him. She didn't divorce him. She didn't quit him. She was in the car with him. And she spoke into his life. And he said that, that is how he held on. And now he's reestablished and he's rich. And he said he really loves his wife because she could have gone back to her family and lived. But she respected that her husband 
wanted to make it make it and overcome things on his own and everything. And she stayed right here with her husband and worked with her husband, prayed with her husband, and believed in her husband. And God blessed them. And some of you may say, well, I wouldn't go that route. I'm not going to do that. Well, that's, that's not for you. But I'm giving an example of how God can bless when we are kind. I was told another story. This is a very sad story. Um, years ago, there was a man who lived in New York and he became ill and fell into some type of paralysis. And he was a young man at the time, um, probably not even 21 years old. And so he could hear and see everybody. He had on clean, nice clothes, everything. But he, his body fell down to the ground, literally. And he was laid stretched out on the sidewalk and people just walking by him. In broad daylight, they walked by him for hours, all day long. And they just looked at it and said, some of them said, oh, something wrong with him. Stepped over him, everything. And uh, this went on for hours until one person finally decided, uh, said to themselves, rather, his clothes are not raggedy. He doesn't have a cup around him anywhere like he's begging. Let me call the ambulance and see what's wrong. Let them take him to the hospital. Maybe something wrong with him. And they called the ambulance and then the ambulance, uh, they realized that he, that he needed to go to the hospital and the hospital, they realized he had some type of sickness that came down on him that paralyzed him. And so they, they hospitalized and gave him some medication and he was able to go on with his life. But he said for hours, he said he's looking at these people. He just can't move his body, but he's looking at them. His eyes are moving all around. He's looking at them and, and nobody, because he couldn't talk, nobody would help him. For hours, it should not take an, any human being that long to call the ambulance. A person can call the ambulance and go on down the street. But it took them that long because they did not care. What if God did not care? about us? What if he refused to send his son Jesus to save our souls? We wouldn't even be here to be hateful, to be disagreeable. To exhibit apathy. We wouldn't even be here to do any of that. What if Jesus didn't decide to save our souls. And still let man and God still let mankind live and know that man had no hope after they died. After mankind died, there was no hope for them. For mankind, rather. That mankind was destined to go to hell. No matter what. Live a good life and, and, and serve the Lord, but you're still bound for hell. What if God did that to us? That is a horrible existence. 
So we should be able to exhibit more love to our fellow men. It's in our, within our ability to do so. Well, I hope that I have said something today that has been a blessing to, to all of you that are listening. I hope that I've given that, that I've given you something that you can hold on to use so that you will work out your own soul salvation and fear and trembling. Because we should be in awe of a God who was empathetic enough to love us enough to give us all the tools to outwit the devil. And that's what the Bible does. Our God has given us all the tools to outsmart the devil. And Satan has been around a long time. But God has left us with the word to let us know, don't worry about it. If you stand on my word, you can defeat him. He's a defeated foe. He knows it. He's just trying to, to steal you out of your soul salvation. Now, if we have that God who's willing to do that. Why can't we exhibit him by being empathetic and kind to other people? If he's willing to do that for us, we should not be that selfish. We should not be that unkind. I tell you something, when the day is done and, 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 and time is spent and this, this mortal body uh, has been corrupted and can no longer keep the soul, keep the, the human soul, there's a judgment. And when that Lamb's Book of Life is open, it will tell the story. For each of us, we can't get away from it because God knows every man's heart. And I'm going to leave you with that. And I love you in Jesus. Have a blessed evening. And I hope to see you again on next week. Remember Christ in all that you do. God bless you. Goodbye.